Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, I'm with the Core Ramblers, Chairman Billy Leary. Uh, Billy, final home game of the season. Uh, you welcome the champions down here. I suppose, first of all, on reflection, how would you look at the season? Obviously, when you look at last season, you just missed out on goal difference. So in that respect, it's disappointing, obviously. Yeah, it is disappointing, Trevor. So obviously, we're, we're not where we want to be. The league is a lot harder this year. We know that. The, the teams are a lot stronger. I think they've all spent more money. Um, we've done very well financially. We, we, you know, we're, uh, we've done well financially and we've been very prudent. But we're nowhere near where we want to be on the pitch. And obviously, we have to make a change in the middle of the season and replace you um, and that was based on what we were seeing and you can only make a decision based based on what, you, what you're what you seeing at the particular time you don't know if it's right or wrong we believe it's the right decision and on that basis we gave Darren uh, you know two and a half years uh, from, from, from mid-season uh, and we believe in him and we believe in the backroom team and what he's trying to do and you know we've done good stuff off the pitch you know we're making plans on a ladies team we've done a deal with Burnley and Villarreal um, we secured the lease on the on the ground, which gives us security for many many years to come. So, and then we have the call for football initiative, which is great, and that's happening in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. it's 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 a mixed bag. But but I mean, if we were doing as well off the pitch every every season, we'd be delighted. Not obviously uh, with our performance on the pitch, but we've plans for next year to address that. Yeah, I suppose Billy, really like uh, people might look at it football. People might look at it. Was it wise to give a fella you know a two and a half year contract when? I suppose he's only won one game and was there a need to give a manager a contract to commit yourselves you know, before the end of the season even? Yeah, it's a good question, uh, Trevor, and, and, it's, and it's, it's a fair question to ask and I think uh, we asked ourselves that question too and I think what you're trying to do here is you're trying to show confidence in, in somebody that you believe in and you make that decision based on what you're seeing in training, based on what you're seeing in your discussions with them, with him and the backroom team. And based on you know the feeling that you get about his attention to detail, his ideas around innovation, um, his ambition and his youth, um, and it's not just about what translates on the pitch in immediate terms. If that was the case, you you know you you know many clubs before now, you know you'd be making the right decision every single time, and that's not what happens. You you can't make a rash decision. I don't think we have. I think we've made the right decision, uh, and time I hope will prove will prove uh, will prove us correct. Yeah, I suppose the, the the good news during the season is the return of the fans, uh, Bill. And I suppose you're, are you pleased with the with the attendances? And you know, yeah. tonight should be a big crowd again. Delighted with the attendances. I mean, the, the people really in the town and the region really get what we're trying to do. I would say we closed on six hundred for the last game here mm. was at Galway, uh, which is fantastic. Yeah. That, like that's six hundred people, right? When we're second from bottom, we were up in Cavan last week. Uh, we won, which was great. 
I'd say there was a hundred people up there, and they're in the same position that we are. We are in. So, I, like that's a really positive sign from the town. I think, you know, there's a lot more diverse group of people coming in. A lot more ladies. A lot more uh, young females, which is great. Uh, kids, which is great too. They're the future, and um, I, you know, we have three or four cove players now, which is great, and it shows our intent on uh, developing local talent. So, it's all positive, and we're really going to go for it again next year uh, together on and off the pitch. And we're here on a Friday night, Bill. Obviously, uh, is that the way forward? Would you would you look at that as an option to play Friday night games? Is is it a better fit for you? Uh, there's some. I wouldn't say this. You uh, entire consensus on that uh, on the board, um, um, Trevor. There is some benefit in playing uh, Friday nights. Uh, lots of people are tied up with family stuff on Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, we do accommodate away teams. You know, they can travel at their leisure from from Dublin or from wherever Galway, wherever they're coming from, on a Saturday night which we never get the leisure of when we travel away. So, um, but we did move uh, We did move these two Friday night, or Saturday games to Friday night to accommodate and, and allow us to open up our bar uh, on the Saturday nights for, for functions that were planned, which is important for our revenue. So, and the bar has done really well for us, and I'd like to thank everyone that's continuing to support that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so good stuff. Yeah, and uh, you're touching there with a goal. Like, there's a lot of things going on in Cove, like uh, off the pitch as well. And there's an exciting project you're working on. Is it the Football for All? Is it? Yeah, the Cove for Football initiative, which was being driven like by guys like Jim Farrell and Mark Farrell and Cove Wanderers and Springfield Wanderers, and we've been involved as well, um, to a lesser extent. But we're very much behind it. Uh, it's going to be great for us. It's going to be great for the youth of Cove. Um, it's a it's a show of unity for Cove. Um, Cove, let's be honest, facility-wise, has been behind the curveball relative to other locations. And that's not good enough when you look at the history of this town from a sporting perspective. You know, we've outperformed, you know, most towns in Ireland in relative terms. And, you know, it's only about time that we have a, a facility that, that kind of recognises uh, our ambition and our talent in Cove. So that's officially being opened on October the 23rd and we're having a, a black tie event that evening as well. And uh, Stephen Ireland is central to that because Stephen, the transfer of Stephen, has helped to fund a lot of that. So, it's great. That's great. And uh, just finish up on Bill. Like obviously next year is a huge year for the club, the, the centenary. Yeah. Uh, so you're uh, all, all uh, hands to the pump, I suppose. There's a lot going on, obviously. Right? Yeah. The centenary, and we should be delighted and recognise that it's a hundred years this club has been in, in existence. Okay, amateurish for a lot of that, but still still doing well it's not an easy task as we know financing and running a league of ireland club um lots of costs and you have to manage the revenues and the sponsors and so on it's it, it, it's 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 always a challenge but we're here is testament to everyone that that ran this club and helped to progress it over the last hundred years we should celebrate it in that way we have a calendar of events we're going to have a couple of high profile uh, friendlies we'll have a museum we have a book being launched by Tom Stafford, which we launch at the end of this month, I think, or early next month. Keep an eye out for that. It's a great mm. book. Um, uh, and you have the possibility, which is very poignant, I think, for all of us that have lost Ramblers fans over the years, to, you know, to, to make um, a special uh, reference to them in that book and as a memory. So a uh, special time for us, yeah. Good luck with all that, Bill, Thanks. and uh, good luck tonight. Thanks, and, thanks, Trevor. And, and uh, your last match of the season. Hope you can finish off on a positive note. Great. Thanks, Thanks Trevor, and thank you so, for your support throughout the season and for ninety six FM as well. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks, Bill. Thanks. Appreciate that. All right. I'll just get a quick photograph of the two. 
It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.